0: The University of Louisville football program received a commitment from the number one running back in the country. We'll talk about what Ruben Owens brings to the table here on this episode of the show. Stay tuned. You are Locked on Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on everyone welcome into another episode of the locked on the Louisville podcast today's episode is brought to you by bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts as always i'm your host dalton pence i serve as a credential media member for cardinal sports zone i also do some pa announcing work for the university in various sports i want to take this time to personally thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And just a reminder, the Locked on the Level podcast is free on all streaming services five days a week. Excuse me. Your team. Every day. As I mentioned, the number one running back in the country in the 2023 cycle, Ruben Owens, committed to the Cardinals on Monday evening. We will discuss the significance of that commitment. Uh, We will also talk about uh, three-star offensive tackle and current St. John Bosco teammate, uh, Pierce Clarkson, Raymond Polito, Cutting his list to five with the Cardinals making the list. And then finally, we will dive in to the weekly mailbag segment. We'll we'll start out by talking about the big news. On Monday evening, five-star 2023 running back Ruben Owens, the number one running back in the country, committed to the Louisville football program. And from what I've been reading today, it seems like it caught everyone off guard. Even the coaching staff wasn't necessarily expecting a commitment this soon. But obviously, you're not going to argue. Um, it's huge news. Uh, Ruben Owens becomes the second highest commitment in program history behind Michael Bush. He is, however, the only uh, program or the program's only number one, uh, or I'm sorry, program's only commit that happens to be the number one at the running back position. Michael Bush, for some reason, I guess, wasn't a uh, maybe not necessarily listed as a running back. I know that Michael Bush played a quarterback in high school for my alma mater, the male Bulldogs. Um, so I guess you could probably make the case that Michael Bush was probably listed as an athlete or maybe even a quarterback. I, I I'm not sure that was a little bit, a little bit ago, um, a little bit before my time as well with me only being born in 1998. But regardless, um, Ruben Owens, this is a huge commitment. Um, for, for a couple of different reasons. Number one, you're continuing to, you know, get, you know, more and more, um, you know, traction on the recruiting trail. The pendulum is continuing to swing. Um, you know, the momentum is in full effect. Um, if you were, if you had any doubts that this Last weekend for the Louisville football program on the recruiting trail in terms of that big official visit weekend, maybe didn't necessarily go as successfully as previously thought. Well, those doubts are alleviated now. Um, you get the highest rated recruit that was on campus to commit. And by reading the tea leaves, it seems like there's more on the way um, in the next week to a couple weeks. Um, hopefully we get some more good news soon. Um, but overall, this is a huge Uh, addition to the Louisville football program first speaking about for this recruiting class um, the recruiting class now the Cardinals are ranked uh, ranked 11th I know that they were seventh uh, when um, when Jamari Johnson uh, committed to the program I'm sorry DeAndre Moore committed to the program as well, uh, but with the uh, decommitment of four-star defensive back Martel Height that we spoke about on on the Monday episode of the show, and other programs getting more commitments, this isn't necessarily necessarily a reflection, you know, uh, you know, in a negative light of the University of Louisville. I think it's just other programs getting some more uh, commitments. Some of the top programs i um, starting to, you know, take shape in the top ten the way they usually do, um, but obviously. There is a you know, real traction that this class ends up, you know, top fifteen, possibly top ten. They're going to have to continue to reel in some big name recruits to get to that level, um, and it seems like they put themselves in good positions uh, to do so. Um, but overall, this is a huge addition um, across a, a, a handful of reasons. Um, number one you know not only is he huge for the recruiting class and trying to continue to um you know get top players in this class because you know like the old saying goes top talent wants to play with top talent and What better way to join an offensive recruiting class than by joining a high four-star quarterback, two four-star wide receivers, the number one running back in the country, and possibly some very highly rated offensive linemen. Um, Ruben Owens, as I mentioned, the second highest commitment in the program's history, 16th ranked overall according to the 2023-24-7 Sports Composite. He's the number one running back according to the service and the third best prospect in the state of Texas. Five foot eleven from hundred five um, foot eleven hundred and ninety pounds from El Campo, Texas. Had nearly 3,000 rushing yards this past season. A dual sport athlete where he also excels in track. I know that we read this excerpt um, about a month ago when we talked about Ruben Owens possibly visiting the program. Um but I want to read it again because I think that it paints a very good picture of the type of player that Louisville will be getting. Uh, Gabe Brooks, the Midlands region recruiting analyst for 24-7 sports, evaluated uh, Reuben Owens back on March 11th of this year. And he, he had this to say. He compared him to former Alabama running back and Jacksonville Jaguars T.J. Yeldon. Um, he basically went on to say owns the requisite frame with an athletic build and room to add necessary mass, looks and plays taller slash longer than listing with open field gate on the longer end of the spectrum that fosters speed building ability at the top end. Production jumped from freshman to sophomore year was with obvious big play punch over 10 yards per carry. Then again, in his junior season with enormous production, uh, field speed is a plus and reflects in sophomore track times. Uh, Flashes impressive short area suddenness with agility to make defenders miss in the hole does not require much gear down when redirecting. He goes on to say, couples those traits with impressive burst. And acceleration to reach top speed quickly shows good contact balance at the second level. Capable pass catcher with 7-on-7 seven seven reps as a receiver. Who, um, side note, he did play 7-on-7 seven seven with uh, Pierce Clarkson. So being able to spend time with Clarkson before his official visit uh, probably paid some you know solid dividends as well. Uh, third down competency in blitz pickup and increased passing game reps can be developed Vertical runner at times with a high center of gravity, looking like one of the best 2023 running backs nationally early on. Um, I'm looking for some more. uh, I'm trying to find some more... Evaluations, but all I can find right now are those from Gabe Brooks. Uh, but I mean, Gabe Brooks has evaluated uh, Ruben Owens on three separate occasions. And when you go back and look at all three of those evaluations, it just seems like, um, you know, from each year, it's just consistently adding on. And um, I think that that's a testament to how complete of a player and how complete of a running back that uh, Ruben Owens is becoming. Because, you know, um, when you watch his film, obviously he's like a cheat code. Um, I don't know if you can hear the dogs barking, but I do apologize. They are going absolutely rampant upstairs. Um, but overall, uh, when, when you watch this film, he is literally a cheat code. Uh, kind of gives you like Reggie Bush vibes to where, you know, there's that um, that famous clip of Reggie Bush at USC to where it seems like he's going to get tackled like 10 yards in the backfield. And he you know tries to make up for it by going to one side and he loses about 10 yards and then he cuts back and he goes all the way around for a touchdown. There's a lot of those plays. It seemed like I watched like 10 minutes of film um, on Reuben Owens and the guy got tackled like once or twice. I mean, it's incredible when you watch this film, and not only um, you know does he have that um, you know ability as as a you know, as a running back, but also as a pass catcher as well. And that's another thing that you can't overlook. And then that's the fact that Scott Satterfield and company uh, have really made it a point to try to get running backs more involved in terms of coming out of the backfield and catching passes. And uh, what better way to do that than bringing in one of the nation's most dynamic running backs um, in the country? Um, in terms of what this means for the University of Louisville, uh, you know, rotation-wise, I mean, I think that it, it spells itself out here. I think that Ruben Owens will be competing for snaps in you know pretty much right away here in, in the Cardinals program. Um, Tyon Evans, there's a chance that he could be going to the league after this year, um, so he would probably possibly be the replacement for Evans. Um, you you would. Possibly have you know Jalen Mitchell, Travion Cooley, and, um, and and Ruben Owens, assuming that uh, Mitchell doesn't go to the league and uh, Cooley doesn't transfer. Obviously, you, you just never know, and I'm not insinuating that either will happen. Um, but you know, you just never know. But the good thing about it is, is that you know the Louisville football program does a good job of um, you know utilizing running backs. It, almost better than anyone um you know they get guys a lot of touches in the backfield um you know two guy you know they basically kind of did a a system to where three guys rotated for carries this past year so and then you had a a mobile quarterback in Malik Cunningham that also got a lot of carries so you have to factor that in when you talk about Pierce Clarkson being more of a pro style quarterback um you won't necessarily have have a guy taking away some of the carries like um, Malik Cunningham does which not a bad thing just this you know the different styles of play um uh, from, you know, offensively speaking, I think that, yeah, I don't want to jump the gun here, but with the skill set that Owens has, you know, with, you know, being a, a top 20 player, you would have to assume that he could definitely go down as one of the Cardinal greats, um, at the position and, and get to the next level and really have a successful career in the NFL. Um, hopefully, you know, he lives up to the hype, but I will say that it's still a far, you know, we're still a little bit of ways from signing day. So, um, you know, as much as we get excited about these recruits, you do need to understand that um, it is not over in their recruitment. I know that um, Ruben Owens did tweet out uh, last night that he is not taking any more visits unless it's to Louisville. And that's good news because that's how opposing programs are kind of able to, you know, get your recruits Um but at the end of the day, with these high-caliber guys, you know that you know top programs are going to stay on them uh, throughout. You know, leading up to early signing day and national signing day, and um, it's just a matter of you know, Louisville continuing to recruit these guys hard. Obviously, they're doing something right, um, and obviously, I think in the fall, winning winning a lot of games, um, you know, having a successful season could alleviate some of those doubts as well. But I'm um, very, very excited. Um, you know, it's a cautious. Optimism just because you know you do have to get the recruit signature on the dotted lines on the uh, national letters of intent. But at the end of the day, this is a monumental commitment for Scott Satterfield, this is a monumental commitment for the University of Louisville football program. And I'm very, very excited to see how the rest of the Flyville 23 class, um, you know, fills out a possible. Addition to the class, uh, maybe at a later date, is three star offensive tackle Raymond Polito, who has recently cut his list to five. The Cardinals are included, but what do the chances look like for the team? We will discuss that here in a second after we talk about our friends and the title sponsor of the show, Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And it remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online is where the game starts. Cardinal fans, I want to take this time, as always, to personally thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder, the Locked on the Level podcast is free on all streaming services five days a week, your team every day. With Thursday quickly approaching, one live NBA draft show is not enough for Locked On. The entire NBA channel is going live on NBA Draft Night. So if you have a favorite team, make sure you subscribe now to their Locked On YouTube channel. I know me personally, the Locked On Rockets channel hosted by Jackson Gatlin is fantastic. So you can get notified when they go live on NBA Draft Night. That is all of the channels on the Locked On Podcast Network. Moving on, in the 2023 football recruiting talk, uh, three-star offensive tackle Raymond Polito. I, I don't know that I'm pronouncing that right, so if I am butchering that last name, I do apologize. It's not intentional. Um, it just looks like it would be said Polito. It might be Polito. It might not be either of the two. Yeah. So, um, if I'm wrong, tell me in the in the comments, and I'll definitely um, you know try to reach out to someone who would know how to pronounce it. I probably should have done that already. But regardless, um, the three-star offensive tackle that is the teammate of uh, St. John Bosco's um, Pierce Clarkson, Jaleel McLean, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, now, I think DeAndre is DeAndre more going to St. John Bosco. I I don't know. I I thought I I saw somewhere where somebody was transferring to St. John Bosco, like a big-time recruit. It might not have been DeAndre Moore. If it it wasn't, I apologize. But uh, Polito has cut his list to five. The Cardinals have made that list. UCLA, Alabama, Arizona, Oregon, and the Cardinals. Obviously, a very star-studded top um, five for the Cardinals the three-star offensive tackle 6'6 345 pounds from bellflower california when the cardinals started to recruit him i think he made a visit to the program in march um with pierce clarkson um you know he was he was kind of underrated didn't have a lot of um hype on the recruiting trail i think he was outside the top 800 well It seems like uh, recruiting services and other programs are starting to catch on because now he is currently ranked as the 470th best prospect in the class according to the 24-7 Sports Composite, the 38th best offensive tackle, and the 34th best prospect in the state of California. And then if that doesn't um, give you any type of indication, UCLA, Alabama, Arizona, and Oregon along with the Cardinals are – in the hunt for his services. So um, that pretty much tells you everything you need to know there. Uh, but Polito visited the Cardinals this past weekend. Seems like he had a fun time. I know that he caught up with um, Gabe. Or, I'm sorry, Gabe, Greg Biggins. I was going to say Gabe Brooks, uh, Greg Biggins of 24 seven sports. Um, I'm reading this from uh, his article. Uh, I think yesterday or two days ago, uh, late on Sunday afternoon. Uh, He goes on to have some quotes from Polito. I had a really good visit. The energy and the overall atmosphere there is what stood out for for me mostly. I love the coaches and the passion they bring to the program. I have a really good relationship with offensive line coach Nick Cardwell. He's a passionate coach and is someone that you can tell is eager to teach. I love the family vibe there as well. It's a great mix of family and taking care of business at the same time, and I like that a lot. Um, he was um, impressed with the strength and conditioning aspect of it. Um, I love the energy in the weight room. I love the weight room in general. and want to be around coaches that bring that energy, and I felt that uh, the players were great to be around as well. Michael Gonzalez was my player host, and he was great. We bonded really well, and I couldn't have asked for a better host. The player relationships on the team are all really tight, and I would love to be a part of something like that. Um he confirms that Louisville is a real option. He says, I'm giving Louisville a serious look. I love what they're doing there, and I love the recruiting class they're bringing in. I bonded really well with the other guys on the visit this weekend, especially the offensive line group. I think Louisville is an up-and-coming program and has a chance to be ACC champs. Um, he's a guy that's already had an official visit to UCLA, um, but he he does kind of set a timeline. I'm looking to commit in late July. I want to talk with my family more, but that's the time frame I'm looking at right now. The last thing he says is, I visited all of those schools and have a good feel for them. I figure if I know what I want to do, why not do it sooner rather than later? It's an exciting time, and I'm looking forward to the future, so we will see what happens. So it seems like Polito has a time frame, late July, probably about a month away. Um, It's going to be big to see if Louisville can um, try to make up ground a little bit. I I currently feel like this is no... Um, you know, reflection of inside information or anything like that. Personally, my intuition is telling me that it's going to be very hard to take him from the West Coast. Um, Oregon is going to be tough, um, but I think UCLA may be the team to beat here, you know, basically right in his backyard. Um, Arizona is another Pac-12 team that you're going to have to contend with, and obviously if Nick Saban wants a player, it's going to be very hard to compete with the Alabama Crimson Tide. But this just shows you how great that, you know, Scott Satterfield, Steve Clarkson, Pierce Clarkson, the university of Louisville on the NIL trail, how much they have been uh, taking steps forward, big strides forward. Um, I think that Louisville squarely in the mix with this one. Um, I think it's really just going to come down to, you know, what Polito is, um, you know, um, you know, emphasizing the most. And I think that Louisville has put themselves in a very good position. So excuse me at the end of the day, um, we will see as more time goes on, but um Overall, I think that the offensive line recruiting in, through the past weekend w- was very solid. So um, we will transition over into the mailbag segment. Um, but as you know, the past couple episodes have shown, if you are watching this on YouTube, obviously you will not hear the um, implemented advertisements uh, that are added electronically. But if you're listening to this on various streaming services, we will get back with you here in just a moment. The final segment of the show is dedicated to the weekly mailbag. There are some solid, solid questions that I'd like to answer uh, for the remainder of the show. The first one is in relation to the past recruiting weekend. um, Who are some players that you could see recruiting from, or or, I'm sorry, committing from this recruiting visit um, over the next week to two weeks? Um, yeah, it's a good question. I, I came into the weekend feeling really good about where the Cardinals stood with uh Jordan Church and Luke Burgess, the two offensive linemen that uh you know Louisville has been you know recruiting heavily. Um, I think those two I thought that if the visit went well that you could be on commitment watch for Madden Sanker, but I'm not necessarily sure in that regard. Um, and then maybe you know Jeremiah Tellander, the, the linebacker from the state of Georgia, but I, I was kind of circling. Uh, Jordan Church and Luke Burgess as as the possible commitments here. Um, obviously, I'm not necessarily sure, but it seems like you know the Cardinals had a great visit with uh, Nathaniel Joseph, the four star wide receiver. They had a good visit with Madden Sanker. They had um, you know good visits with uh, Burgess and Jordan Church and Kobe Keenum and you know all of these prospects. So you know who knows, but obviously getting Ruben Owens is the first one in the bunch. It is huge. So moving on to the basketball landscape. What are your overall thoughts on Kenny Payne recruiting uh, Fabio Basili, uh, that played with Mike James in high school? Is this a desperation move for Kenny Payne? Um, obviously, optically speaking, you're going to look at it and think, okay, with you know Tyrese Hunter, Malachi Smith, Isaiah Mosley, all of these guards going elsewhere. You know, Kenny Payne really doesn't have a lot of places to turn, so he goes to an underrated guard to fill out the roster. Um, from everyone that I've talked to has kind of um, you know, all said the same thing, and is that they don't know why Basilius is ranked so low. To, so to answer the question, I don't think that this is a desperation move by Kenny Payne. I think that this is really him just trusting his scouting. Um, a 6'6 guard that shoots the ball pretty decently has good vision and um, overall can affect the game in a, in a handful of different ways. Now, whether or not he is a, is going to be an immediate contributor next year, if he were to join the program, I think that that's a question yet to be answered. But it's definitely a play for the future. And um, you could see, you know, year two, year three, Basili really being a successful college player. But it's going to come down to, um, you know, the overall development of the prospect and kind of moving on in that respect. So, um, that, That's kind of where I'm sitting. I don't think it's a desperation move. Uh, I think for a lot of people it takes some convincing because you're seeing a guy that is not ranked on recruiting services. He doesn't have a lot of D1 interest. So it's like, okay, you basically have to trust Kenny Payne here because he's the only one that's really in on him. Um The... Uh, former teammate of Mike James. Mike James is obviously, um, you know, excited about the possibility. He's also AAU teammates with a Kevin Knox's four uh, five-star little brother in the twenty twenty-four class. So, um, you know, that could possibly be um, a, a big um, a possibility as well. So. Yeah, so uh, moving on, how much would Imani Bates being added to this team change your thoughts in their ceiling? I mean, I think Imani Bates has the most potential of pretty much anyone in the transfer portal. Um, Obviously, things didn't necessarily go as planned in his freshman season at Memphis, but he came in as a reclassification, uh, very, very young, was so young to the point where he had to stay for a second year because he wasn't eligible to enter the NBA draft. Um, you know, played solid through you know a couple games at the beginning of the season, then kind of had a back injury. And back injuries can be tricky, to where you can't. He wasn't really able to develop. Uh, people want to talk about the attitude issues and stuff like that. I don't put much stock into that because, I mean, the kid's 18 years old. I mean, I wasn't. You know, I'm still not all that mature at 24 years old. But I, I'm not saying that Amari Bates is not mature. What I'm saying is that. We have to stop being in this line of thinking that 18, 19, 20 year olds have it all together in their life. I mean, you know, this is they're, they're still, you know, basically kids in, in, in the grand scheme of things. So I think that that gets a little bit overblown. Um, but I do think that Amani Bates has the potential to really change the ceiling of this whole team, especially if he's able to show that he's developed. Um, not only does he uh, give you um, you know, a ton of talent, but he also gives you another ball handler. Right now, it seems like Louisville has one true ball handler, and that's L. Ellis. That's why I'm you know kind of open to the addition of Fabio Basilli, just to have guys that you will know, get into the game and can handle the ball. L Ellis was a guy last year that, you know recorded a ton of fouls was one of the guys that fouled the most uh from this Louisville team so I think that you have to look at it in that respect um I do think that Amani Bates uh would be a huge addition to this team I think that the goal is to make the tournament the addition of Mon- Imani Bates does not change that but I also don't think it raises the ceiling or I don't think it raises the the expectations to like the second weekend or anything I think that This season is one of those to where it's like, okay, make the tournament and anything else is icing on the cake. That's what it should be like. So that's kind of where I'm at. And, um, that's honestly, in my opinion, where the rest of the fan base should be at. So, um, before we get out of here, I want to say thanks again for making Locked On Louisville your first listen every day. The first picks of the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft have been made. Search now for Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey sports experts, the draft experts of Locked On NBA Big Board, and more. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway. Make Ultimate NBA Mock Draft your second listen today. Um, obviously, we... Touched base on some recruiting news. Ruben Owens committing to the program. Raymond Polito cutting his list to five. The weekly mailbag. Tomorrow, um, You know, we'll kind of play it by ear. Um, we'll, we'll see um, what it's going to look like recruiting-wise, if, if the Cardinals get any more commitments, because I truly don't know. If they do, we'll talk about them. Um, if not, we may start our um, 2022 football season preview, where we go position by position and analyze the situation. But that's going to wrap up this Tuesday edition of the Locked On the Louisville Podcast. Everyone have a great day. Stay cool. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.